1: 7. You can create a healthy and happy year. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570 KDIZ Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group.
0: With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. The Senate Judiciary Committee is scheduled what is sure to be a dramatic public hearing for Monday into sexual misconduct allegations against Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. Both Kavanaugh and his accuser, Christine Blasey Ford, volunteered to testify. The hearing, scheduled after an increasing number of senators, called for a further investigation. Democrat Chuck
2: Schumer... To railroad a vote now would be a deep insult to the women of America.
0: Majority Leader Mitch McConnell praising Chairman Chuck Grassley's search for the truth. He plans to
3: pursue this matter
0: by the book. Monday's hearing was announced after President Trump suggested that Thursday's committee vote might be delayed. That's Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines. The Justice Department says it's working with the Director of National Intelligence to comply with the President's order, declassifying a trove of documents in the Russia probe. The Dow up 78 points. This is SRN News.
1: If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa,
4: play Wellness Radio Minneapolis.
1: Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo.
5: If you have not downloaded the Wellness 1570 mobile app for your smartphone or tablet, now would be the time to do so. It's free, easy to use, crystal clear reception. Uh, Even if you've got friends and people outstate or outside of Minnesota, they can listen that way. Or if you like, tune in or iHeartRadio. You'll find us in uh, those as well.
6: Coming up now on this Tuesday morning, it's Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black.
0: And he's live next.
6: My name is Dr. Stephen Troviani, MD. My practice is Northstar Neurological Clinic. If you've had pain that has not resolved with the treatment you've received, it may well be that the source of that pain is not being addressed. My job as a, a neurologist is to evaluate and determine as precisely as possible the cause. The way we go about resolving that pain is tailoring the treatment plan to that specific source. There are some conditions which uh, are amenable to physical therapy that we provide through my office. Some may require surgery, and we make those uh, referrals as well. But the point is, when we make those referrals, we make those referrals to people in whom I have great confidence. I can be reached at our office number, which is 763-416-1400. We can also be reached online through NorthStarPainCare.com. Again, NorthStarPainCare.com.
4: Hi, this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders with some words of encouragement for you today. In Galatians 5-7, Paul tells us that those who have put their trust in Jesus Christ are no longer bondservants, but sons, and as sons, then heirs of God through Christ. He goes on in Ephesians 1-3 to explain what a great blessing that is when he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. There are two small words in that verse that bring great encouragement. The first is half, which tells me it is already done. And the second is all, which tells me that I lack nothing in Christ. Oh, how great to be called a child of God. On behalf of the Kingdom Builders, I hope these words are encouragement to you today. If you'd like to contact us, look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net.
1: I am Marcus Jewelland. Like my dad always says, we're not salespeople, we're just great roofers.
4: When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.
7: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you
5: sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get
0: help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black.
8: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio, radio like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And for those that listen regularly, you can hear the raspy voice, right? You know what that means? That means I was in the classroom over the weekend. Yeah, I was in beautiful uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Boy, I brought some of my Texas heat down there with you guys because it was a warm one. Absolutely, and uh, had a chance to uh, walk through the valley of the shadow of death. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> walk through Leadership Awakening uh, with what started out as nine uh, people. You know, what I do is not easy. Uh, it's not hard, but let's be honest. Uh, I mean, it's hard. Uh, living in this world is pretty tough. Boy, as I came back from the weekend and watched the news, uh just shook my head. I mean, hurting people, hurting people, bitter, angry, negative people, People wanting to destroy Brett Kavanaugh. People wanting to destroy anybody that doesn't agree with them. You know, it's just such an antithesis of what we get to experience in our two-and-a-half-day training. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, you are blessed because today we're talking about transformation. Yes, it's possible whether you're a caterpillar or a butterfly, a, a human being who's had a privileged life, or a human being who's struggling. Transformation is possible, and as we discuss this concept of transformation we're going to have uh, open the phone lines to some of our graduating team of team one eighty eight uh, our I am live today it's Tuesday, and usually Tuesdays I am live. The phone line is six five one two eight nine four four six 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 five one two eight nine four four six six. I would like to limit though the call solely from the graduates of team one eighty eight Because I want to talk about this process called transformation. You know, uh, when you think of transformation, at least when I think of transformation, the perfect example that I get is the butterfly, right? A caterpillar to a butterfly. And that's really what takes place in my training. You know, we had nine people enter our classroom. uh, And uh, only eight people uh, left successfully. Uh, See, we had one person... Uh, who, who, who didn't do it. Uh, you know, I'll never forget this gentleman. He came in the first night, and he said, you know, uh, the, top, the most important thing was his two girls. His two girls, so important to him. Uh, he couldn't make eye contact. He had no confidence. He looked like life had beaten him down. But he said how important his two girls were. Uh, and, of course, he walked out of the classroom. He quit. In the middle of the night, he snuck out. He sent my wife a text, said, uh, this isn't for me. You know, whenever that happens, I always think of a meatloaf, you know, the song, uh, I'll do anything for love. Maybe I'll, let me remind you. No, way, and I Oh Oh, yeah, like that. How about some meatloaf for breakfast? Huh? When was the last time you had some meatloaf for breakfast? I know it's been a while for me, man. (laughs) But you know, that's what I think of. You know, people, oh I love you so much. I'll do anything for you. I'll do anything. Oh I love my kids so much. I would do anything for them. But I won't do that. And ladies and gentlemen, let's be honest. Love is a verb. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. For I so love the world that I do something about it. For I so love my kids that I do something about it. For you so love your spouse that you do something about it. And we live in such a weak world. And where men are criticized for being men. And I tell men, you know, you matter. You got to step up. You got to be a man. You got to lead. Because when men don't lead, uh, marriages fall apart. When men don't lead, nations crumble. And that's why I wear on my hand, on my left hand, I don't wear l- jewelry. I don't have a wedding ring on. I don't have a watch on. I have a bracelet that says, on one side, man up. On the other side, it says, be watchful. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. And you know, this man is talking about how important his daughters were. And then, after the first night, in the middle of the night, snuck out with his tail between his legs. And he talks to my wife, uh, it's not for me. yeah. What about for those girls? And it stirs me up because transformation is hard, but it's a choice. Like these words from Alan Steeble called choices. We all have a choice to live a lie or be ourselves to laugh and cry or to follow someone else. To look up and smile or bow down and frown. To walk the whole mile or take off our crown. We have a choice to shout out loud or chant a whisper to fly through the clouds, or to be blown like paper, to conquer our fear, or to hide in the shadow, to the wise words here, or be thrown out the window. We all have a choice to climb our highest mountain, to fall into our deepest hole, to drink from life's fountain, or to live life like a troubled soul. See, that's why I love talking about butterflies. You know, all butterflies have complete metamorphosis. To grow into an adult, they go through four stages, egg, Larvae pupa and adult in each stage has a different goal for instance caterpillars need a lot uh, eat a lot and adults need to reproduce as children many of us learn about the wondrous process by which a caterpillar morphs into a butterfly and The story usually begins with a hungry caterpillar hatching from an egg the caterpillar or what is more specifically termed a larvae Stuffs itself with leaves growing plumper and longer through a series of molts in which it sheds its own skin. And then one day, the caterpillar stops eating, hangs upside down from a twig or a leaf, and spins itself a silky cocoon, or molts into a shiny chrysalis. Within its protective casing, the caterpillar radically transforms its body, eventually emerging as a butterfly or a moth. And think about this, ladies and gentlemen. That, that doesn't have to think about being a butterfly, Right. When it comes out as a butterfly, it doesn't say, I'm a butterfly, I need to act differently now. It just acts differently. It becomes. It acts as if. But it is a challenging experience, confusing, and it's not pretty. And this is analogous to becoming a better human being, leaving our pound of flesh in the past and becoming a leader looking forward. If you think about analogously the stage of the caterpillar, first the caterpillar digests itself. That's what I said. It digests itself releasing enzymes to dissolve all of its tissues. Boy, that is not a pretty process at all. And that's what I do in our training. I squeeze people. I have them take a deep, honest look inside. Because if we're going to do something different, then at first got to admit to where we're at today. And once a caterpillar has disintegrated all of its tissues, except for the imaginal disc, those discs, which use the protein-rich soup all around them to fuel the rapid cell division required to form the wings, antennae, legs, eyes, genitals, and all the other features of an adult butterfly or moth. Think about that. One study even suggests that moths remember what they learned in later stages of their lives as caterpillars. Getting a look at this metamorphosis that happened is difficult. Disturbing a caterpillar inside its cocoon or chrysalis risks botching the transformation. And ladies and gentlemen, personal growth can be ugly, and it is difficult. That is why most people act like meatloaf, right? I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. I'll put my life on line, but I won't do that. Quitters. Quitters walk away from tough situations. Think about this. A caterpillar that walks away from the process, metamorphosis process, dies. It doesn't become a, a butterfly. It can't even go back to being a caterpillar. It's just a molten gob of goo. And ladies and gentlemen, we are called to be the best we were created to be. We were called to be the best mother, the best father, the best husband, the best wife. And if not you, then who? And if not now, then when? Because planes crash and people die. And look around us, the mess. I mean, half the country who who believes that abortion is the ultimate right for a woman wants to destroy Brett Kavanaugh because he doesn't agree with that. When do we all have to think alike in order not to destroy each other? Man, we've got to make some changes. We've got to transform our thinking. And we're truly going to change this world, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to change our own hearts, our own minds. We've got to change our thinking. And the great news about what we do is I create an environment where people can actually transform themselves. And after the break, we're going to have some callers from Team 188 who spent two and a half days in the world of Mr. Black, two and a half days in the Like It Matters cocoon. And today they're going to share with you what beautiful butterflies they became. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes.
1: I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar.
4: My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. america.org pro-life across america is educational non-political and tax deductible please help support our life-saving outreach a baby child is being 18 days from conception pro across america the
1: people if listening to mr black on like it matters radio is not enough if you need more of him here's one option for your mr black fix
8: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And if you listen to this radio show long enough, you can hear I have trainer's voice. Yep, my throat is a little raspy, and uh, boy, it's uh, it, to spend yourself in a worthy cause might take a little bit of volume from your voice. But uh, so blessed I am, and so blessed are you, because we are opening the phone lines and we're going to hear from people who stepped in the world of Mr. Black, who stepped into the cocoon of Like It Matters training and uh, stepped out of it, a, a beautiful butterfly, flying at levels they didn't think was possible. So let's go ahead and uh, go to phone line number one. Brian, welcome to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Brian? Good, Mr. Black. Very good. Is it a great day to be alive? Oh,
9: my. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the butterfly analogy is perfect. It yeah, really isn't it is. great?
8: You know, I thank yeah. God. I I don't always know how I'm going to do a show. God kind of gives me a scene. Today, He gave me that one, and then gave me a little meatloaf to throw in with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
9: yeah. There was certainly a lot of goo this weekend, wasn't
8: there? Amen. Amen. Yeah, Ryan, uh, for the listeners how did how did you and I meet?
9: <laughs> we met on a missions trip. We're in Sturgis, South Dakota. We washed motorcycles for yeah, free. Yeah, that's cool. We yeah, have to sure, show the yeah. love of God. Uh, yeah. we, gave, we gave away food. We gave away boot polishes. We gave away ice cream so that people could understand what the free gift is all about that you can't buy it, you can't earn it, you can't do yep. anything for it except accept it.
8: So, I, you and I were uh, two of, uh, I think, 60, 70 people that went up there and hung out. And uh, uh, the time I connected with you, I saw it in your eyes, I came up to you right off the bat, and I said, Hey, I got something for you, right? You did. Yep, and yeah, uh, we, you took you advantage know, of it. We
9: yeah. had a little rough start there, yeah. but we got <laughs> through that, and uh, you know yep. it,
8: it. It it's all it's all a big plan, and man, this is part of it. Yep, amen. So, uh, so you didn't know me from Adam. You didn't technically know anybody outside the Bushillo. Some people had been through my training, but you know what's unique is for twenty some years, every single person that's ever been through my training. It went through by referral only because they knew someone they had seen the life change, the transformation, and they want, wanted to go. But since I've been doing this radio show and and I've been expanding my horizons, I've now getting people who didn't know anybody specifically that went through that met me or listened to my radio show. And so that was you, and you were um, you you took advantage of the gift I gave you. And be honest, the first night, five minutes into class, it's a uh, six forty. What's going through your head? What are you thinking? I'm thinking I wanted to run off the door.
9: <laughs> it's tough, I mean, right?
8: Honestly, yeah. It's tough. It's yep. the
9: t- one of the toughest things I've ever done, you know. Yep. Our our other brother Steve, he had a comparison of, you know, he made with that class, but uh and you know what I'm talking about? Yep, absolutely. It yep. was it was it was one of the toughest things I've ever done.
8: Yep. And, and how old you are you? you know, how old I, are you, think, Brian? I'm 56. Okay, so 56 years old. So go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead.
9: You know, and one of the things I was thinking about as I'm waiting to get on the show with you is I was – have you ever been in a cave? Yeah. And you go into a cave and you – of course, you, if you're going to go into a cave, you're going to shut the light off just to see what it's like, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've been in a cave and now I have a light in the cave. I'm, wow. I'm not feeling the walls anymore. Wow. I got the light on. And I'm focused on where I'm going. Wow! And the wow! Part wow! That you talk about not having to think about it is so true. Yep. You know the what you drove into us about shutting it off. Yep. That that was huge, dude. I mean, that was yeah. huge because we are designed in a certain way, and now I'm experiencing that fully. Yep. I thought I was experiencing it before. Yeah. But I was yep. I wasn't even close, and I I was I walked in a caterpillar, and I walked out of there a butterfly.
8: Yeah, you flew out, you flew out of there a butterfly, flapping your wings, and there. and I okay. saw that when I met you. And this makes people feel uncomfortable. You know, yeah. I, I'm real. I don't do politically correct. You uh, you, mm-hmm. I know who I serve. I know who I am, and and I know how how broken I am. And I I lead with my brokenness. So, but I looked in your eyes, and I saw the pain. I saw the hurt. I saw you needed something. Uh, And so I invited you, and unlike some people who I invite, you took me up on the opportunity. And, you know, that first night when our gentleman quit, you know, I'll never forget, he said, uh, you know, I love my girl so much. And, you know, as a father of four kids, uh, when I hear someone saying that, especially the the world that we live in today and just the the travails and what young people go through today. And then when he quit, when he walked out that first night, it, it stirred me up in a negative way. Because I'm thinking of where else in his life, you know, and all of us, it's not about him. It's about all of us. Where else in our life, when things got tough, did we walk away? Where else in our life, when things didn't start out the way we wanted, did we judge it or prejudge it and then make an excuse for why we didn't need to do what we needed to do? And let me let me ask you, at some point in the training, a shift takes place where it starts making more sense, where you find yourself just being enveloped by the process. Um, where do you think that that shift took place for you where it became bigger than you?
9: Oh, I don't have to think about it because it was the, the Abraham thing you did. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know how much detail you want me to get into, but you know, when the lights went dim and the whole circle yep. thing went on, Yep. that was significant. Intense. Yeah. That, that was, that was where the, that's where the rubber meant the road and, and all the stuff that you had been teaching us and driving into us and squeezing out of us. It, that's where it started to really
8: morph. That's where the that's where the chrysalis started to open up. Uh, so powerful you said that because when you said the Abraham stuff because I want you to know something that was the first time in 25 years I have ever had that narrative during that process. Normally that was just that was in the moment and so that came out of me. Uh, but that is not normally what I say during that process. I just want you to know that. And what he's talking about well, is I I've, yeah go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, I was going to say there's a process that we do, and I'm not going to go into great detail, Brian, because I don't want people to know. But where we Wait. dim the lights and we have so people look in each other's soul. I mean, not look at their, sh- not look at their shell, not look at their vehicle, but look in their soul. And as you know, Brian, I believe. Too much of the world is pitting people against their differences. You know, black against white, men against women, Republicans, Democrats, pro-Trump, anti-Trump. And they're looking at all the differences. Well, what I really do is work on focusing on the similarities. And I, I have you look at each other's soul and I say, this is a living, breathing human being. This person has dreams and desires. They, they experience fear and pain. They have trauma and drama from the past, just like you do. Uh, and then we have you consider some things and put you in a position where I might ask you to do something that most people would, would never think that they would ever do. And the purpose of that is to make them honestly look at themselves to say, really, you never do that, but you do far worse in many other ways. And that's what you're talking about, correct? Absolutely. Yes, it is. And that rocked your world, huh? Oh, man, it rocked my world.
9: It opened my – That's where. that's where the eyes opened. That's where – I was starting to look through that chrysalis that you talked about earlier. Yeah.
8: Yep.
9: And that's when it started opening up because the, the, the wings were there. I didn't know it because I yep. was in the goo, yep. you know, the antenna were there, Yeah, the, the new eyes, yep. you know what I mean? The new eyes, because yep. my deal was focused and it was not that I had it.
8: It was that I did not have it or, or you had it focused, focused the wrong way it was focused inward i think it was a big shift for you right it was focused inward instead of outward
9: oh my gosh yeah it was yes that is that's that you you nailed it right there
8: yep and you thought you were doing it outward but i said no yeah, no nah, 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 no yep
9: <laughs> no i i really did i you know i really thought i was walking the walk and talking the talk and i was i was hearing a lot of lies yep you know because we know we know that that thing is disguised in light yep and yep. it's
8: a liar, so. Yep, amen, so so, tell my listeners, you, you spent just two and a half days, technically 48 hours, or 46 hours technically, so what's different in the life of Brian today than Thursday night when you walked into Leadership Awakening? Uh,
9: <laughs> every, <I know. laughs> every Every day is like, okay, what do I get to do today? How yeah. can I serve my wife? How can I serve my family? How can I be an encouragement to my grandkids? How can I be an encouragement to my, to my people in my life? How can I be an encouragement? How can I put myself second yep. and put the people in front of me and just keep them in front of me and not make it about me? Yep. And, it, it, it's, it's, it's and it's, 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 it's opening, and it's, it's, it's a constant growth factor because really we should never be satisfied with where we're at. Yep. And one thing, one thing I know that that I got through this training is it can always keep getting better. I can always keep growing. I can always choose to move forward. Yep. We can all choose. Anybody can choose to fall back. Anybody can choose to go back, like go back to the pile of vomit. Right?
8: Yep. Yep. Dog returns to his vomit.
9: Yep. (laughs) You you know if I had a dollar for every time I wanted to quit your training you know I'd have a pocket full of money. <laughs> but I chose I I chose not to give up on myself. Yep. I chose not to quit, and most of all, I chose to trust the process.
8: Amen. That's huge. Yep. I ch- I, that, I chose
9: to yeah. trust it. That's because no, the people I know that went through it they wouldn't tell me anything about it. Yep. <sighs> Nothing. But the one, one word I, I got in my spirit was trust. Just trust the yep. process.
8: That's it. Because That's I've been well,
9: through the valley before. I've never been amen. through a valley like this, but I've been through valleys where I could look back on those valleys and know that not giving up was the right choice to make.
8: Amen. Amen. What would you tell people? we got about 30, 45 seconds. What would you tell people listening right now? They've been listening for three years. They've still yet to to make the decision to go. What would you say to them? Man up, woman up, go yep. into this and don't quit.
9: Trust yep. the process. You want to change your life? Go do this.
8: Amen. And it will go transform it.
9: Yep. It, you, you, you want to be transformed? Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Amen. Then go do this.
8: <laughs> Amen, this, brother.
9: This is This is about life. This is yep. not about, this is not
8: about you. This is, yep. this is about life and moving yep. forward. Amen. I appreciate you, Brian. We're going to a break. God bless you, my friend, and you continue to live your life like it matters. We'll talk on the telephone a little bit later today, okay? It sounds good. Thank you. All right, brother. God bless you, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, we are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. We'll be back in three minutes.
5: Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who's served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening.
8: If you don't think
3: you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most you know I was one of those been there done that and I've been through some powerful things most of them have been ministry related and I mean I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows and I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy honestly this did something for me that none of those ever did and I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies And some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life.
5: Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Dallas, Texas, October 11th through the 13th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting Pancan.org. That's Pancan. dot Pancan.org.
8: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and you are blessed today because today we are talking about transformation. Just as a caterpillar goes through a process, that becomes the beautiful butterfly, we too can go through a process that takes us from good enough, G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F, good enough to get by, good enough for government work, good enough that we're doing better than the guy in the cubicle next to us, good enough for tenure, goes from being G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F to start living our potential. And that is who we are at likeitmatters.net. And that is what I do, and I am Mr. Black. And so today, uh, if you missed any of this show, you're going to want to listen to it. Just go to uh, likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this and other archive messages. Also, if you listen on iHeartRadio, uh, iHeartRadio is connected to our association there with a the station here in Minneapolis, St. Paul. So if you query on iHeartRadio, Wellness Radio 1570, Wellness Radio 1570. And if you have uh, Alexa, just say, Alexa, play iHeartRadio, Wellness Radio. And he'll say, playing Wellness Radio, 1,570. So 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. So let's go to the phone line with Team 188, and let's welcome Marcus to Like It Matters Radio. Good morning, Marcus. Good morning, Mr. Black how you doing my brother? I am purposeful how are you <laughs> dude i'm i'm pumped i'm pumped, pump pump you guys did an awesome job talk about a transformation huh
2: absolutely
8: yeah that's why uh, you know God gave me the whole story of the butterfly and the uh you know the caterpillar and I'm thinking you know what a great example uh or analogy to use for what took place uh start at nine but ended with eight and uh Again, unique, a unique way you and I met. Uh, you know, I would not to go into tons of detail, but how did you and I meet? If you just uh, share that with the audience.
2: Yeah, sure. So my father actually attended the uh, your seminar or uh, your training uh, yeah. before, and he spoke wonderful things about it. Um, while speaking wonderful things, actually spoke very few details, but I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, um, now you do. <laughs> and, uh, and now I do, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so... <laughs> So, uh, for your listeners, I'm a, I'm a positive hip hop artist and I, uh, I was creating a song. I needed a motivational speaker on it. And since my father attended your class, he said that you'd be perfect for it. So that's how he introduced us through music. Um, but yeah. then I attended your seminar and now we have so yeah. much more than music in common. Yeah.
8: Way more, way more. Although we're very similar. I mean, so similar. I kept seeing that throughout the week. And I think you did as well. And, uh, uh, it's interesting if we just, uh, if we just let God guide us, as long as we know who we are and who we're listening to, uh, it's amazing what happened. Because I think our, our relationship has developed and will develop in a way that uh, we could never thunk it. Uh, you know, when you and I talked that first time on the phone, right?
2: Absolutely. I'm I'm excited.
8: Amen. Me too. Me too. And, you know, it's so cool because at the time when we first talked, I mean, uh, I knew your dad wanted me to talk to you, wanted me to get you in the training uh, and I believe part of it was because of, uh, you know, he wanted you to have that closeness to God. I, I, I Just my own gut feeling. I just know people pretty well. And uh, uh, the first time we talked, it really wasn't interested. We were going to do some music together. And I got that lack of interest. So you know me or you're getting to know me. I don't believe in hitting anybody over the head, whether you're talking about with the Bible, whether you're talking about I don't want to twist anybody's arm. Because if I got to twist their arm at the beginning, uh, then when things get comfortable, uh, I'll have to keep twisting it. So uh, if you don't want to be there, you know, ain't interested. So I backed off. But you know, God provided an opportunity for you to take a second look and go into my training. And uh, this time, uh, you took a you took advantage of God's prompting. And uh, uh, man, I gotta tell you, I'm very proud of you. Very honored to know you because. My class is tough, and people resist. Uh, people that know me resist. People that saw their husband or their wife or their mom and their dad change their life, and they want it so bad, and they go into class. And because it's so intense, they resist. But what was unique about you is you really didn't resist it. You you jumped into it. You trusted me, uh, and man, that meant the world to me because very few do. They say they do. They say they will but doing and saying and doing are so massively different. And, and you did trust early on. And let me let me ask, uh, early on, you know, not knowing much about it, just five, 10 minutes into it, what was going on in your head as we started the process? What were you thinking?
2: <laughs> uh, from the moment we first entered the room, uh, intensity was there and uh, almost like a, a shock to the system. Like, what did I just yep. get myself involved in? Um, so I had to, uh, I had to remind myself, like you said, trust the process. And it really, the process itself, what that meant in my mind was this guy has been doing this for 25 years. He's put on 1500 seminars. He's helped tens of thousands of people. Who am I to question all those results? So I trusted the results. I trusted the numerical value that that you've been doing. If you had just started this, then there would be a lot less trust, but because you're, your history with your program was there. It's like how can I deny this? Let me see what this will have for me. So that's why I trusted it.
8: Yeah, you know, that's again as you're talking and you know, um you know, it's the counselor in me, you know, your thought process is one of your greatest strengths. And It can also be one of your greatest weaknesses, as you and I talked about when I was driving for seventeen hours. But isn't that how it is? Our greatest strengths—so my my greatest strengths is my focus—is also some of my greatest weakness. One of my greatest strengths is I can live in the now moment, but it also become one of my weakness because when you're in the now moment and nothing seems to go right, then my entire life sucks. Now, that's not true at all. But being in the now moment, there is no yesterday, there is no day. So whatever I'm at that moment, that's what everything is. And so once we realize that, that our greatest strength, if we're not careful, uh, the enemy or ourselves can use it against us because it is such a strength. And your thought process is so powerful. uh, But we got to temper it uh, sometimes with something else to make sure it's not being used as a weakness. Correct?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
8: Absolutely. So let me ask you, where do you think the shift? Cause even though you came into it willing to trust and all that, at some point in the process, a shift does take place where, where the process kind of takes over, where it envelops you, where you just find yourself more into it. Are you aware of where that shift took place for you?
2: Yeah, there was two moments where I really felt the shift. Um, I, I appreciated the training one, because it brought more out of me, but two, it it gave me an opportunity to lead my fellow teammates. And um, this training helped me to find my greatest gift, which I used to think was my intellect or my character or my music, but my greatest strength is my empathy. And I was given opportunities to share my gift and honestly embrace my gift. I always knew I had empathy, but uh, you know, I, I feel other people's pain, Um, I cried a lot, if you remember, this weekend, and very few of those tears were actually for myself. Amen. Uh, They were for my my teammates. I felt their pain when I heard their stories and their struggles, and um, it got to the point where I embraced it. Um, It got to the point where my empathy became my barometer if somebody was being genuine and honest. Like, if you can make me cry, then it's honest, then it's real. If you didn't make me cry, then it wasn't genuine. It wasn't from your heart. And really the the, the shift that came was when I was able to bless other people without expecting anything in return. When I saw a need, when I saw some of my teammates that just needed someone to believe in them, to push them, to let them know that, hey, you're going to be okay. I'm walking with you. You can do this. Just believing in someone else. The shift came when I got the blessing in return by blessing some of my teammates. One of my teammates during our journal exercising routine went to the table and got paper and carbon copy and uh, paper clips for me. I didn't ask him for that. And so it's crazy how when I chose to love someone, he chose to serve me in return, and that blew me away. And um, the second thing was another uh, of my teammates that I helped and just believed in, and we had an exercise where we had to embrace each other, and he gave me one of the most genuine hugs I've ever had in my life, and it was so full of love, and I just, I truly learned the meaning, as cheesy as it may sound, because I used to think it was cheesy, but I truly (laughs) learned the meaning of what it means to be blessed by being a
8: blessing. Yeah, it's so huge, and, you know, and I say it over and over, and I I don't want to put you on the spot, but what do I say is the number one role of a leader? It's
2: not about you.
8: Amen. Isn't that so true? And you get that. Uh, It's not about you. I say this all the time. Leaders, get off yourself. It's not about you. And that's why I like to use the phrase conduit. You know, there's only two vessels any true leader can be. You're either a conduit or a cistern. A cistern is something that holds things, a vase, a bowl. Uh, You know, I use the example of the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea is one of the lowest points on the earth and underwater waterways pour into it, but nothing pours out of the Dead Sea. It's not a conduit. A conduit is a pass-through agent. Uh, And so things are given to us so that we can be a blessing to other people. Uh, and that's the key, and that's truly my essence. I truly believe the essence of leadership. And, you know, I, my leader I choose to follow is Jesus Christ, and he showed us that example. He is a conduit all great leaders. You can think of, uh, you know, uh, whoever you think of, a good parent, a good teacher, they're a conduit. They pass stuff through. And so, yeah, your empathy is huge. And uh, when you can walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. When you understand their struggle and their pain, and truly I think that's what's missing in the world today. People uh, are so busy to carry their pound of flesh that they want to attack, they want to assault, they want to they become the persecutor because they've been wrong. But really to have that empathy I think is a key, don't you?
2: Absolutely. And I, Now I'm purposeful looking for opportunities to share my empathy with people.
8: Yeah, you see a need, you meet a need. And that's what you're talking about in class. And, and and how close do you feel to those people that you went through? You went through with seven strangers uh, in different walks of life, different parts of the country. How close do you feel to those seven people today?
2: Very close. We've been texting every day ever since. I even had a phone call with one of my teammates last night. It's great.
8: Yeah, I mean, you feel familiar, right? You feel like your team, you, you feel like if you needed one of them, they would be there and you could talk to them about anything without them being offended or without them you put off, correct?
2: Absolutely, yeah. It gives me an opportunity to share my gift and love on my brothers and sisters.
8: And you are gifted. And the cool thing is, like I said, what you thought were your gifts uh, were just much nothing more expressions of your true gift. Your true gift is the ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. That pain that you have is what drove you to do your music. And and listen, I, I I'd like to keep you on over the break. That's it possible. I got a couple more questions. Are you available to stay over on the break? Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, why don't you stay on with us, and we'll come back in three minutes. I am Mr. Black. Uh, we are talking today about transformation and having some of the guests from Team 188 join us to talk about how you can transform your life in two days. We'll be back in three minutes.
1: Standard's triple savings sale gives you not one, not two, but three ways to save. Just buy a new furnace and air conditioner during the month of September and you'll get up to $900 in manufacturer rebates, up to $900 in utility rebates, and up to $900 more in discounts. That adds up to $2,700 in savings. Not to mention probably some savings in your monthly heating and cooling bills too. If your furnace or AC is getting old or acting up, now is a great time to replace them with a new model from Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. You'll not only be able to relax knowing your home will be comfortable this winter, you'll also be saving up to $2,700 if you act during Standard's Triple Savings Sale. This sale is always hugely popular, but it only lasts three weeks. So don't let this opportunity to save up to $2,700 pass you by faster than you can say one, two, three. Learn more about Standard's Triple Savings Sale today at standardheating.com patriot
3: And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did. And I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life
5: by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
8: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio Radio. Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we're talking about transformation and talking with Team 188, who just graduated from Leadership Awakening last weekend in Minneapolis, St. Paul. And on the phone, we have one of our graduates from that team, uh, Marcus. Marcus, again, welcome back to Like It Matters Radio.
2: Thank you for having me, Mr. Black.
8: Hey, brother. So I want to know, uh, what what do you think right now? And this could change, and uh, I know you and I are going to be talking at noon, and you and I have, uh, I believe our future is pretty intertwined, but uh, right now, what do you think uh, right now is the biggest benefit you could tell our listeners you feel you've gotten from that two and a half days?
2: Rekindling and regiving my life to Christ.
8: Amen, amen. Without a doubt, that is. Uh, and uh, man, I'm so honored that God used me, and uh, so powerful that talk about a real transformation. So, uh, what what would you call the second greatest thing?
2: Learning my purpose, and coupled with my vision being shifted um it's funny because what what popped in my head visually because um, god likes to speak to me through visual examples was a pyramid and the pyramid represented my old ways of thinking and my old methodology so if you see that pyramid at the tip that was me. I wanted to be at the top and I wanted to gather the masses because of that. And God just took that pyramid and completely turned it upside down and took that tip and put me on the bottom representing that one, if I'm a leader, like you said, it's not about me. So I have to put myself, um, you know, second to others. But secondly, that my goal of wanting to gather the masses doesn't happen at once. I have to gather the masses one heart at
8: a time. Amen. Yes. I say the same thing, one heart, body and soul. One mind, because if you want to change your life, you must change your thinking. You know, the Bible says to turn. It's called uh, repent. We call it, I think the Greek is epistrepho. Uh, we're told to turn, to change our mind, to change our thinking, to think differently. And would you say today uh, your thinking is a little bit different than Thursday? <laughs> a little is, uh, <laughs> is, is unjust. Yeah, That's amen. unjust word
2: to use. Amen my, amen. my thinking has changed by leaps and bounds. Yeah,
8: it's incredible, and you uh, because you got a chance to take a look at something in a way that very few people ever, ever get the chance to look at, and uh, I have a feeling that uh, our graduates and uh, listeners of Like It Matters Radio are going to get to know Marcus real well over the coming years because uh, we got some big plans, we got some big things to do, and uh, I I pray that God has us doing them together, although we'll be doing similar things, but uh, I think two of us together can do a lot more than two of us individually, you know? Amen. So, what would you... uh, Listen, there's people been listening to my radio show now for almost three years, sitting back, enjoying my show, loving it. Uh, What would you tell people that have never considered going or thought about going but never made the phone call? Why would someone that's been listening to my show got all this information? Why should they go to class?
2: If you want something different, you have to do something different. And, you know, I... My experience with this, and that's all I can share, and people yeah, will take it as they please. My experience with this is that I've, I've learned to cope. Well, up until now, I used to coast through life. Um, I, you know, it, it is what it is. I'm confident in my abilities. I am eloquent speaker. I'm intelligent. I have talents, this and that. So because of that, I would just coast. I would always coast through life. I would do, like you said, good enough just to get by. And even my good enough would still impress people. Yep. I was like, all right, so I got this under control. Um, yep. so what this did is just, this helped me to realize, and it's funny cause this, this was my, um, what I wanted to gain out of the conference, out of the training. And I wanted to live an unlimited life. And I realized that my potential is unlimited, no matter yep. how much I give, there is always yep. more to give, but yep. you have to be pushed. And sometimes yep. you need an outside force to push you. And that's yep. exactly what this training is. It's an outside force that will push you out of your comfort zone. But if you're ready and if you're prepared for it, it will absolutely change your life and put fire under your butt.
8: Amen. Fire in, or in your belly, under your butt or in your belly. Either one is good, but we just want the fire. I love fire. You know, I always said, That's you know, uh, I always said, if I leave before a uh, good Lord comes back to get us, I said, uh, I want them to put on my tombstone. He brought fire. You know, I want that to be said like yeah. he brought fire because fire cleanses, fire purifies, fire separates, fire cooks, fire brings mm. light. Uh, you know, without fire, man was a, a different creature than with fire, right? Amen. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, my friend. Well, hey, you and I have an appointment at noon. Uh, we will talk then. And uh, thank you so much for being part of the show today, Marcus. Yeah, thank you for having me. and Thank you for allowing God to use you. Uh, you're very welcome. We'll talk soon, my friend. all right, sir. All right, bye-bye. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I, I never get tired of doing what I do after it's over. <laughs> My wife's probably laughing really hard right now because I said after it's over because, you know, to spend yourself in a worthy cause, quit looking for easy. You know, there's two buttons out there. One is the easy button and one is the go button. Uh, And too many people are looking for the easy button. If you're looking for easy, go to a bar on Friday or Saturday night. Uh, You know, I went to college and spent six years looking for easy. Uh, And I might have had a little bit of fun short term. But there was nothing lasting there. There was nothing eternal there. Uh, and if you, I always tell people, if you're looking for easy button, go to Staples. Uh, it cost you $8 plus tax. It was made in China, most likely with lead paint. So there's the easy button. I said, but that's not the button you want. What you want is a go button. And the go button has two words attached to it. It's avail and commit. Avail and commit. Are you available to live a better life today? Are you available to reach your potential? Are you available to quit accepting good enough? Are you available to push yourself outside your comfort zone for two and a half days? And most people, you might think you are, but you're not because you don't have enough desire. You gotta know, what what do you want so bad that you're willing to be uncomfortable for two days? What do you want so bad that you're willing to risk looking a fool? What do you want so bad that you're willing to do whatever it takes? heart, body, and soul to pour yourself out and then maybe hit a wall, maybe make a mistake, get knocked on your butt. And you could stay down and be like the rest of the country and play the victim. Oh, Mr. Black doesn't like me. Oh, life ain't no fair. Oh, my daddy did this to me. My mommy did this to me. Or my ex did this to me. Or you can pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit it again. See, a righteous man will stumble seven times, but get back up but the wicked will stumble into ruin. And there's only one way to get to Carnegie Hall. You know, Carnegie Hall is a place in New York City where the best of the best get to play. If you're really good, you'll get to play the hall. And boy, a uh, story goes like this. A, a good old boy from down south from Georgia, he goes to New York City. He wants to do some sightseeing. He jumps in a taxi cab, and he asks the taxi cab driver, hey, Mac, what's the best way to get to Carnegie Hall? And the guy said, that's easy. Practice, practice, practice. The best way to get to Carnegie Hall is practice, practice, practice. And the best way to live a life like it matters is practice, practice, practice. And the best way to learn how to overcome the things that life throws at you when you get knocked on your butt, the trials and tribulations of life, is to practice, practice, practice. But the problem is that we, too many people are looking for that easy life. Or too many people don't know what it's like. Or too many people are willing to settle for good enough. You know, I'm doing better than most people. You know, their marriage, is, their marriage isn't a great marriage. But they, we say this, well, at least we're not killing each other. At least we're not cheating on each other. At least we don't hate each other. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever got to go to the at least, you're settling for good enough. At least equals good enough. Just so you know, that's a mathematical equation. If you ever have to justify what you're doing by saying, at least I'm not, and then compare yourself to some weaker soul, then you know already you're good enough. And too many people are living that good enough life, living in survival, living in the past. You know, three R's of survival, regret, resist, and resent. And if you have a lot of regret in your life, if you have a lot of resentment in your life, then you're living the past. And again, some of you pride yourself because you hate the orange guy in the White House that you're going to be part of the resistance. Be careful. Because God put every leader in place. And it's who you dishonoring. Are you dishonoring the person in the White House? Or are you dishonoring your God? It's food for thought. The time is now to quit accepting good enough. We all have a purpose. And it's to live our life like it matters. And we've all been through life. We've all been hurt. We've all been disappointed. Someone said, trust me, and you wish you never sh- did. Someone said, I will. And you found out they won't. Maybe as a little kid, uh, the person that was supposed to be protecting you is causing you harm. Maybe as a little kid, the person that was supposed to be your guiding light is now the center of your trauma. We can't change the past, ladies and gentlemen, but we can do something different in the now moment. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. For you so love your country that you do something about it. For you so love your spouse that you do something about it. For you so love your kids that you do something about it. Love is a verb. And so we're going to close this thing out with a little bit of meatloaf, but I want to remind you, you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Now I'd like to serve you up some meatloaf for breakfast.
6: Some days I pray for silence, and some days I
8: pray for souls.
7: Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. I don't have one thing in my life that I can boast about. Every single thing that is good is a direct result of Christ's salvation in my life. Matthew uh, is one that you might be talking to if you call our number. He's my son-in-law. We've established a great relationship over the past few years, and we pray that that might continue as he serves in the capacity of, of running the office. Well, when someone calls, usually I just try to see what their needs are and whether it's estimating for gutters or a roof or a repair if the roof is leaking. My focus is just always on trying to honor God in how I interact with people. You know, I just try not to add anything or subtract anything from what the Lord would have us do. I'm really excited to be fielding your calls today and talking to you about the needs you might have on your roof or gutters. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, contact us by phone at 612-900-9155.